Welcome to the Marriage and Movies Podcast with your hosts, Terry and Selena Schilling. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Marriage and Movies. Take 11. Take 11 with your host. My name is Terry Schilling. And I'm Selena Schilling. We are, we are madly in love, and we got married <laughs> in September of 2017. And right before the pandemic, we created this podcast, yep. Marriage and Movies. Then we paused because life was wild. But now <laughs> we're back. We're back. And we have a fun show for you guys today. Mm-hmm. We have some great guests. Yes. Uh, their names are Scott and Lauren. Yep. We'll just leave it at that. Some amazing and, people. Yep. Yeah, some colleagues of Selena. And we had some really good conversations with them. Uh, talking about horror movies, mm-hmm. um, got some good relationship advice some at the amazing end. Relationship advice—they just keep getting better and better each they time. Really do. These responses yeah. are really, really great. Yeah, and it's fun learning like how people make decisions for watching the movies and TV shows that they do. Yeah, um, so not not always like ours. So it's, yeah, it's, it's great not, to hear how it's others. Not always Trailer City like us. Before we pick something <laughs> on on Wednesdays, we know we're watching the challenge. And then anything else is a crapshoot. Pretty much fair game, yeah. Until Killing Eve comes back, and then my Thursday yeah. nights are taken. We got some stuff coming up. <laughs> We're excited, which we'll get into, guys. But before we go to our guest, we want to go through a couple topics here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start every show with a marriage moments mm-hmm. for us to to uh, you know to complete the marriage aspect of marriage and movies. Well, just to be real too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, what did you want to bring up today, my dear? We're going on a trip, baby. We're going on trip. Once it's safe and we'll sound. see. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, yeah. We have a, we have a big big trip idea. Um, that is, mm-hmm. it is coming into action. We are doing our research. We are completing, um, you know, the necessary information that we need to know, um, and planning things out. But yeah, we have we have a big trip coming up. We're we're being adults, and we're gonna be safe about it. Um, and it's not happening in the immediate future. This is something that is going to require quite a few uh, months of planning. Um, and mm-hmm. we're looking to go outside of the U.S. here. Yes, we've been looking at other countries to go to. Central America. Love to go to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Um, South America. Mm-hmm. We are looking then to go back to Western Europe, mm-hmm. where we spent our one-year anniversary at Lisbon and Portugal and Madrid. And our honeymoon. And looking at maybe like Central Europe, looking at like Amsterdam, Estonia. Estonia mm-hmm. is a little bit farther east. Maybe that's considered Eastern Europe. But we're again, we're looking at you know the different you know our schedules and we're getting mm-hmm. things ready. Um, you know, we're just really excited. It's something that we wanted to do yes. um, and passionate about and just it's feel terrible. like it's really an opportunity for us to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, being really real and, and just on a serious note, I mean, this past year we have not we have not been on an airplane. We haven't left the state. Um, you know, it's travel mm-hmm. is and will always be a significant part of my life. And to have, you know, the situation happen with COVID, um, it's really it's really um you know, kind of just dampered my soul a little bit. Um, you know, there, I'm, I'm very happy that, you know, we are both healthy during this. Um, and I greatly look forward to some environmental changes happening with travel, um, and transportation. And, you know, I'm, I, you know, just continue to hope everyone does, you know, stay safe and healthy out there. And when mm-hmm. it is best suited for travel to return safely, um, this is when this big trip is going to be um, put into action. So yeah, I would say that's our marriage moment. Um, Absolutely. 
So then let's go right into our next segment here, The Critic's Couch. Critic's Couch. Mm-hmm. We watched a movie over the weekend mm-hmm. on Saturday evening mm-hmm. on Netflix. Might have heard it. Heard about it. <laughs> it's called Moxie. Indeed it is. A film by Amy Poehler uh, adapted from a novel by Jennifer Mathau. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it came out on Wednesday of last week. Um and we saw a trailer for it before. Thought, oh, this looks cute. Right? I thought Wednesday was an interesting launch day. I yeah, thought that was an interesting. interesting move by Netflix. But we ended up watching it then, on the, obviously, like we said, on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And Selena, what was our thoughts? Because we agree on this. Uh, five out of five. Just amazing, <laughs> Just five five. amazing movie. I loved the subject topic. Uh, I love how it was executed. Um, they did go there in quite a few directions. Yeah, they did. Uh, so I, I greatly enjoy it. And yeah, I perhaps maybe now have a new little movie crush here um, with one of the actors in it. <laughs> yeah, let's get into that in just a second. But okay. here is the synopsis. Fed up with the sexist and toxic status quo at her high school, a shy 16-year-old finds inspiration from her mother's rebellious past in a non-anonymously... Did I say that right? I don't care. Publishes a zine that sparks a school-wide coming-of-age revolution. So she publishes this thing called Moxie, and the girls of Moxie are over it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things happening with the administration of the school. Mm-hmm. They all praise like the white quarterback mm-hmm. and, the, and the football team mm-hmm. over any of the female athletics. Um, and they make this list in the beginning. It's a great movie. You always Please like looking like, don't it. like... It's it's in the trailer. But they you make are a list ranking a people. They make a list of ranking the teenagers, and yes. it's just fucked up. So. Yes, so go watch the movie. Yeah, but the actor that Selena is referring to, this guy named Nico Haraga, who is this twenty three year old actor, and he plays this junior in high school um, named Seth. <laughs> named Seth, and yeah, Selena just got googly eyes. I mean, look at this dude. He even wears the rings like outside of it. He's got tattoos. He's, he's got long black hair. He's a very attractive up. man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But back to the movie. This guy actually was really good. He was really charming in it, um, and I could see a lot of people feeling the same way that Selena does. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, directed by Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler read the books that she wanted to make this a movie. Mm-hmm. So then she worked with Jennifer Mathau and worked. And she stars in it. She yeah, and she stars in it. Mm-hmm. Um, she is the mom who has that rebellious past. Uh, the 16-year-old uh, daughter, the actress was uh, Hadley Robinson, mm-hmm. plays Vivian, the, really the main character. But overall, the story was really good. I think mm-hmm. it moved along well. It's a little bit like an hour and 45 minutes. It's a little bit of a longer um, movie, yeah. I think it was really, like, I was glad that it was that long. Like, I wanted to kind of like, see the story go out. So, yeah, just really enjoyed it. And yes. really highly recommend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Please go watch this movie. I think it, it was really good. Again, like I said, it talked on a lot of topics. It went there with some of them. Mm-hmm. And high school can be cruel. High school can be very cruel. Yeah. yeah. All right, Selena, WandaVision finale. Here what it is. Are, what are your rapid thoughts after watching after watching it and it wrapped it up? It got me. It I I was like, wait a minute. What is why why do I care so much about <laughs> why is this? It raining on my face. Yeah. Is there a leak in the um roof? The it got me. Um, just kind of like Wanda's loss. Mm-hmm. I think it really came through. Um, a lot of the theories of you know certain characters coming out didn't really happen. Didn't happen at all. No. Um, like, but the storyline for her, I was like, wow, this mm-hmm. was very very touching and moving. Um, I'm really you know excited to see where this goes next in the you know MCU crossover with. X-Men and you know yeah, this they, whole new universe coming 
it's so interesting because like they kind of like hinted at like especially with all the theories like on reddit and the yeah. youtube breakdowns of like x-men coming into it but wait, it just wait. didn't really happen not everything on reddit is real what not well, maybe Maybe. So my AMC stock is not going to be hitting like 3,000. Like, but there was theories like, are we going to see Doctor Strange? Are, yeah. Is Mephisto going to be the main villain at the end of it? Are we going to see Reed Richards? Like, is yeah. Final Four going to come there? Um, and yeah, spoiler alert, none of that came to fruition. No. Um, there's two end credit scenes. So just to be aware, there's yes. two of them. Um, but overall, really great. I think a big accomplishment, what MC, what the MCU and Marvel did, especially with Disney+. Plus. Um, putting this out yeah. and just realizing that we can make successful stories in this medium, like on movies. Yeah. A lot of people are comparing it. It's like but taking a comic book and really bringing it to life. So people are yeah. liking that. I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not there yet, but maybe it's because I really don't, I don't have a strong passion for reading comic books. I, I honestly haven't done that in years. Yeah, um, I never really got into it either. No. So, but I mean, it's. I mean, there's there's a crowd that that's there, so I'm yeah. I'm anticipating more um, creations like this happening. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. So then I want to ask you your thoughts on this really quick. So obviously, with Wandavision mm-hmm. comes out once a week. Yeah. Kind of like how we grew up watching sitcoms and mm-hmm. watching these shows. Do you like that format, or do you prefer the binge aspect where they release everything at once? This is a good question. Okay. So I. This is a good just on the spot question too here. Uh, so <laughs> I trying to sneak one on me. <laughs> Um, I, I really, I do like it. The one episode a week. Um, I think it, I think it's kind of good sometimes to have some time in between one episode to the next process it. I like the theorizing that occurs as well. Mm -hmm. Um, the conversations that happen and I really like too. you know, back, you know, as soon as we can, you know, be in more public situations safely, you know, coming together and it's like, Hey, did you see this latest episode? I mean, for us, it's a bit of a nostalgic feeling. There's a reconnection to that. But for the generations now that are growing up, this might be something new for them or this format. Um, it's not probably as common because everything is instant, on demand. It's there, it's there, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe this could be a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, you know, I, I remember the days of like literally getting the TV guide in the mail and like looking, okay, this show's at this time. I mean, I I, I enjoyed that. Just like even like as like a kid in high school or even when we were like 20 years old mm-hmm. talking to friends about like, Oh my gosh, the new, for example, like the new lost is coming, mm-hmm. you know, just talking about that. But I, I think you said it. I love the week in between, especially mm-hmm. with a show as big as WandaVision yeah. of having that content, listening to podcasts, potentially having watch parties when we yeah. can, right? Like we can do it virtually. You can do it in your bubble mm-hmm. safely, hopefully, but like, but like that brings that element to it as yeah. well. When you know that it's coming out, Thursday at midnight, but you guys can watch it Friday after yeah. work. I really like it. Um, We've I'm had- not saying all shows need to do it because no. there's some where you're just like, okay, yeah, because there's so much content. But obviously, if you have something big, I think it's smart. Like, that's what Apple TV Plus does with their shows. Mm-hmm. I like I it. I like it. Um, last thing, our rewatch of the week, the movie <laughs> Chef, written and directed by John Favreau. Yes. I just wanted to bring this up because we turned it on. Like, what do we want to watch? I'm like, I started Chef. Let's, I'm just going to put this on. Yep. And you're kind of like, what? Why? And then like, I'm like three, Chef. three minutes in, you're like, this was a good call. This is it a good was. movie. It, it's it, such a charming, fun, really just a fun movie. It was. And then it just really brought back a lot of the passion with food. And like, there's a little bit of an element of traveling because they do go on this like road trip. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we really enjoy like a lot of cooking shows and 
we enjoy just cooking in general. So it was just really nice to see the relationship of, of a father and son too, just come together. And there's just some funny, you know, liners in there too. Yeah. Um, John Leguizamo was really funny. Oh my God. I love him. Uh, came out in 2014 and we kind of have a little mini reunion in the yes. Marvel universe. Yeah. So you've got, yeah, there's John Favreau, uh, there's Scarlett Johansson, and then there's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I forgot Robert Downey Jr. was in the movie. I forgot both of them were in and the movie. Sophia Vergara, which is a huge get at that time because she was like the most popular TV actress with Modern mm-hmm. Family. Um, Russell Peters is a comedian. He played the cop. Amy Dustin Sedaris was in there. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Bobby Cannavale was big. And obviously John Leguizamo is just continuing to be, you know, relevant and hilarious god i love him yeah he's, so, he's just so funny if you guys have not seen the movie chef it's on netflix mm-hmm. highly recommend it's yep. worth your hour and 54 minutes yeah maybe a little less with credits but yeah so that was our rewatch of the week and that's the first portion of the show now let's bring on our guest scott and lauren this is a really fun interview we talked about in the beginning um so please enjoy our conversation with these two lovely humans have fun a little bit about the guests today, Selena. <laughs> well, uh, so we have uh, Scott and Lauren who are coming on, and I will actually allow them to share a little bit about themselves, uh, you know, for how exciting they are to come on the show. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I am Scott, yeah. and I am uh, a precision teacher, and I, I like board games <laughs> and movies. <laughs> And I'm Lauren, and I'm a behavior analyst. Um, I like movies as well, mostly, um, with a few exceptions. Um, yeah. Yep. So there's a little bit of a of a theme with this group here. And Terry, sorry, you're the outlier I'm, I'm on the this outlier. one. Oh, uh, so yeah, there where we are um, all within a bit of the same field here, um, which is wonderful because I think we're all pretty much just some big nerds, and that's great. Uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about some marriage moments, some movies, and you are going to be probably learning a little bit more about the field, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we may dive into the field a little bit. I have some background in it, I guess, from a marketing standpoint. By proxy, I'm, I'm just yes. trying to talk myself up so I don't feel <laughs> lower than you guys. By but, proxy, yeah, uh, you've got there all oh, the books man. around. You do read some. Yeah, but guys, we're... Uh, Scott and Lauren, we're really excited to have you guys on the show. And we want, we like to start every Thanks. interview with this question. What was the last thing that you guys watched together? Actually, last night, <laughs> we decided <laughs> to rewatch uh, the movie Inception, which mm-hmm. Lauren reported she had only seen once. And so we watched it again. And how was the rewatch for you, Lauren, specifically? <laughs> Um, it was good. There's obviously things I had, you know, forgotten. Um, and so, but it also resulted in maybe some more questions <laughs> than I had before. Yes. Yep. Christopher Nolan and and those endings, um, his movies are yeah quite the thinker. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the new one, Tenet, that we heard about. But yeah, Inception. We haven't seen Tenet yet. Please, no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. I think I've <laughs> only seen Inception twice. How many times have you seen it? I've seen it a few times, but maybe like not... In its complete entirety, you know, yeah, it's usually one that you can just pick up. Yeah, interesting. Guys, with coming up to watch Inception, like what is really like the decision process like for you guys to pick something like that? Is it usually a long process of like, all right, are we just watching trailers tonight? Do we have something specific? How does that process work? 
Right. Yeah. Um, I would say it, it really depends. Sometimes it's pretty clear that it's just like, this is something we know we both want to watch. Uh, sometimes it's just scrolling through trailers. In this particular instance, I think we'd just been talking about Inception recently and we happened to be on HBO watching something else and saw like H- uh, Inception was right near it in the scroll. And, and Lauren pointed out, Hey, we, uh, we were talking about watching that and I said, let's do it. And so we put it on at like 10 o'clock at night and that's a almost three hour movie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. You guys just got up about an hour ago when we were recording this. <laughs> so right. the, the decision making really can just be suggestion, decision, execution. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, there, there can be a lot of debate. So I keep a running list for myself of movies I want to see. And periodically I'll say, well, these are ones that I was interested in. And usually, um, the response I get is that's a lot, that's a lot (laughs) of things. (laughs) And so, uh, it it can be fairly easy though. Uh, What would you add? We've, we've also, yeah, we've had lists before that we've kept some, we have like lists with each other and then lists like when my brother's down and different things like that too. So, so then it makes it easier to make decisions sometimes. Yes, far easier than just randomly scrolling. Yeah, we don't really ha- we don't really have a list at all in our head. We have mental list. Yes, but, but no, we for- don't have anything down on paper. No, we probably should. Yeah. We, um. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I feel like this is a good segue then into the next question here. So, what's one show or movie that one of you really likes or prefers or would like to watch, but you haven't quite yet convinced the other one? Hey, we should probably watch this one. Well. Um, a couple years ago, I, I asked Lauren, I said, I, would you please be willing to just sit and watch all of the Marvel cinematic universe with me? Um, and that took, that took some convincing and she ultimately, uh, conceded and did. And, uh, since then with all the Marvel spinoff shows, I've been pretty curious about those. And I watched WandaVision. Um, and that, that one's pretty high on my list for ones I would love to watch with Lauren, um, particularly because that show was amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Lauren, what about you? What's something that you that you, you know, really would like to watch or see, but just haven't quite yet committed Scott on? Um, I, I usually um, since I work from home, you know, I'm, I'm home a little bit more and, and Scott uh, works late. So most of the things that I want to watch, I'll just watch on my own. Um, if there is something that I'm like, oh, that was good, um, you know, usually it goes to our list. And if we don't have other things that we're actively watching, um, then he might, then it might be something that we actually watch. So I can't think of anything off the top of my head at the moment. Lauren likes a lot of the like crime shows, um, and so she documentaries. has mm-hmm. and documentaries and cold cases and they make up like 75% of all media entertainment. So there's an, an endless list. Um, but she, uh, she has asked me to watch some of those with her and most of them, um, she watches by herself because I mostly dislike them a lot. Um, but, uh, there, there are some really good ones that she's introduced me to. Um, I would say the one that I'm the most lukewarm on, um, is probably like law and order. Um, mm. which seems oh, like wow. a good show, I but I'm asked you to watch that. Though. No, you haven't. No. Um, but <laughs> I never really got into it. Um, but like I see it in the show the background. I'm like, it does look like it's a well done show, 
most of the other ones I actively despise. Um, but some of the ones that she's gotten me into that, uh, I actually asked, I said, uh, sh- should we watch monk? Um, should we watch, uh, Veronica <laughs> Mars Psych. Uh, and psych? Yes. Oh, I think you invited me to psych, but those, those shows I really, really like. Nice. Have you guys, have you guys watched Lupin on Netflix? No, I haven't even heard of this. Oh man. I think you guys would like it. It's a, it's kind of like a modern day Sherlock, but it's Mm -hmm. based on look, uh, look at the book for it. If you can think how we got computers for it. (laughs) Um, but it's, it's in, it's a uh, French film. So it's in also like French subtitles, but it's a, um, a guy, Arsene Lupin, who is in, what is it? You can read it here. An inspiration from, it's from a book series, like an old book series, kind of like Sherlock Holmes-esque, but it's just okay. really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And it starts with like they they rob like jeweler from the Louvre mm-hmm. in Paris. Um, but yeah, you may not really have like, like go in it with no expectations. And I, I think you guys will really like it. It's we a really good enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Lauren, I have a question for you. So out of, well, so Scott, did you guys go through all 22 movies? There's so there's so many of them. How many movies did you guys watch in the Marvel series? We watched them all in order. Um, oh and then and at that point, that actually got us right up to the point that Endgame came out. And then a while later, I got her to watch uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, so oh, she has seen nice. everything. Lauren, so I have to ask, which one is your favorite or most memorable? Uh, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I can't even remember the names. They all kind of yeah. Like, like, do you remember a character? Um, I mean, probably the second End Game was pretty good. Or End Game was yeah. just it, that's yeah. its own thing, right? Yeah, yeah End yeah. Game was good. I guess. Yeah, that's that's probably yeah, the yeah. most memorable at this moment. But. Yeah, we've been we've been doing some rewatches of the Marvel universe mm-hmm. as well. Um, and listening to this podcast called Binge Mode, which like breaks down, it broke down like all the 22, 23 movies. It's, wow. I think it's 23, but people like don't, sometimes they don't count Hulk because it's not, because it was Ed Norton. Yeah. Not different. So it's weird. I wouldn't count it. I wouldn't <laughs> qualify that. No. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested to know, like, because you said that you watched a lot of things like without, without Scott, Lauren, um, but is there any movies or any scenario where either one of you started watching something that the other one wanted to watch and you got mad at each other? Has that ever been a scenario? <laughs> uh, not that I can think of. No. I think Lauren tends to like to um, watch my reaction to things that she's seen um, and ask me to <laughs> guess what I think is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so I think she likes to like watch things and then invite me to watch them with her later so that she can yeah, that's uh, true. figure out if I figured it out the way that she did along the way or just to see how I react to it. Um, but for the most part, I don't think so. Um, no, oh, I, I, don't, I can't, mm-hmm. can't recall time. Mm-mm. I love how, how analytic you are, even within viewing a movie, <laughs> just kind of like, so we're at minute, you know, 45, uh, the crime yet hasn't been solved, but what do you think? Like, do you, well, who do you think murdered who? Or like, do they find them? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, do you pause it and be like, did you catch that? Did you see what just happened there? It's like, no. <laughs> Shit, what <Yes>. is <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think you do. You, right? you do not like it when if we start something and then I finish, which is kind of notorious, I will 
100% binge something. And then I'm like, I'll gladly rewatch it with you, but you never, you don't, you don't want to watch depends. it. Yeah, it just depends, really. I think, um, like, we started Bridgerton together, and I just was like fading <laughs> away from it. I'm like, I'm not really into this, so you can finish it without me. And you kind of got upset. You're like, don't come on, because like a lot of times, like we like we work and we come back home, and it's just like we're in the same house, like room together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for one of us just to sit down and enjoy a show. While the other one's there mm-hmm. so it's just like can sure. you please just watch this with me and i'm like yeah. i don't know yeah we don't have a lot of space <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but you guys tend to uh you guys have a preferred genre of movies that you guys like correct yes <laughs> that is a fact yep so the horror the horror genre here so with that being in mind um of all of the horror you know movies and shows that you guys have watched which one of them do you think you could survive the most in or would have the most <laughs> likelihood of, of surviving? So if it's like a zombie apocalypse, is that one, you know, you're going to be able to survive that one? Is it if it's like kidnapping or you're going to win that one? You'll figure it out. Yeah. Do you guys ever have I those conversations? Uh, well, I think Lauren always complains that people don't play dead um, on movies <laughs> and shows. When it's like someone clearly is defeated and it's like, why wouldn't you just lay there and feign death so uh-huh. that they leave you alone? Um, yeah. But I think I would be cannon fodder pretty quickly. I can't, I can't imagine a scenario I'd walk away from unless it was like the conjuring where nobody actually dies. Like I'd survive that just cause everybody does. But I generally think I'm probably the lowest common denominator in most of those uh, movies. <laughs> Or, or like, I guess if you have a bunch of, um, I'm thinking maybe this isn't a great example, but did you guys see the movie Teeth? No, I no, I know it. I know oh, about it. Though. No. I can't watch these movies. Our, <laughs> okay, I, I feel like our producer Alan, if he ever wants to chime in, because he loves these, he loves these horror movies as well. But mm-hmm. go, but continue, okay. Scott. <laughs> well, just because like everyone in that movie, uh, I guess in horror movies where it's like bad people get their comeuppance, I feel like I'd be in- okay in those situations because I'm like, well, I'm not going to do these horrible things. So I wouldn't be targeted by <laughs> this person who is going around biting off uh, people's body parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So you wouldn't even be placed in the position uh, of the uh, um, of the individual. Yeah. 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 So zombie yeah. apocalypse. That's the only way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think they would outrun me um, and definitely would at least uh, out endurance me. <laughs> well, it depends Lauren, on what, what about kind you? of zombies. Um, I, I'm trying to think like, you know, we watch Walking Dead as well. And so, you know, there's a lot of zombie movies out there. Sometimes they're fast, sometimes they're slow. I think in slow situations where they're very predictable, um, I think that, you know, there are very common sense things that we would do um, and ways to stay safe and not make stupid, you know, mistakes. Um, but I, I don't know if it happens and we don't survive, then yeah. call my bluff. <laughs> That's a good point. And the zombie, and particularly in Walking Dead, I feel like they kind of figured out how to deal with zombies pretty early on and then just never returned to that strategy, yeah. which is that they're like attracted mm. to sound and the smell masks where they are. I'm like, okay, so you put a bunch of zombies on spikes around your town um, and like dig a moat uh, and you're good. <laughs> and I mean, going out in a mask, if that protects you from getting bit, why wouldn't you do that more in right. situations where you're out and there are potential zombies? But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys still watch Walking Dead? Yeah, we're all yeah. caught up. I uh, just started the new season. Um, yeah, and the, I, I, I guess 
or the, the end of the last season or right? maybe it is the end, end of the last of season, season yeah i guess whatever the the episode that just came out yeah. uh recently at the beginning of march but um yeah with with walking dead the complaint that i always had was like this isn't how people have ever behaved in any situation in the history of mankind when there was like a survival threat is to turn into these bands of marauders like that's never ever happened like that's just not what we do as human beings so like <laughs> no. it's it's very hard for me to buy that that would ever be the case um and so <laughs> i again like aside from being hunted by groups of other people i feel like i'd be fine against the zombies mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, like you guys said, there are ways to outsmart them. Yeah. 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 But and I don't know. But if we're talking like World War Z, like I am legend zombies, it's like, it's a, <laughs> it's a wrap. They like, yeah. they're like evolving every second. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's so scary. I want to switch just a little bit here. Do you guys, maybe it's just kind of like a pop quiz. What was the first movie that you guys ever saw together? Oh my gosh. I feel like it may have been that Harry Potter movie we saw in theaters. Really? Yeah. Which one was that? <laughs> I don't recall. Just like who like who goes to movie theaters anymore? Like it's just so yeah. it's just yeah. nothing's open. Who knows when they're gonna open? AMC stock is just crashing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But so you think it was Harry Potter? Which like the first one? No, no, we haven't been together that, that long. Oh, uh, <laughs> you guys have been together since like 14, whatever yeah. that movie came out. What, yeah, when that movie came out, that was like over 20 years ago, I think. Was it like 99? Um, I think it was. I, was. I think I was in high school, yeah. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. Probably the Deathly Hallows or something. Yeah. Yeah. First movie. Yeah. Oh, middle man. School. Yeah, it would have been a middle school. <laughs> so, no, it would have been probably yeah. around like the Half Blood Prince time, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So this was this an early date then before. for you guys? I think that's my recollection of it because I also remember not watching the movie super carefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lauren's got a weird look, and she's like, "All right, next question. Here we go." <laughs> um, let's see here. If you guys are on a moon base, we always like answering this one. This question. Yeah. This is a fun one. You guys are stuck on a moon base for years until the next shuttle comes for you guys to leave and come back to Earth. You can only bring one TV series in one movie. What are they? Each. Each. You each get your own decision. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Man, I want to pick a long movie. <laughs> <laughs> Inception. Right. You just write out your theories. I mean, my I tend to say that my favorite movie is um, The Shawshank Redemption. Um, and so I feel like I can watch that one pretty much repeatedly without getting tired of it. But I, I think the Martian has edged its way really, really close to that. Ooh. And I'd be pretty happy watching the Martian repeatedly. And it also feels suitable being stuck on the moon, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. As far as TV series goes again, I'm thinking like, what's the longest TV series I can think of? I'd be pretty happy, honestly, <laughs> with like the Simpsons or South Park, <laughs> yeah. uh, realistically, but, um, that's a good but, pick. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I have no idea about the movie. Um, I also think I, I, I have no interest in going to space. So I'm wondering why I'm on the moon in the first place is, is my first thing. But if I had to pick, um, I, I mean, we, we really like um, Parks and Rec or The Good Place. Like, I think those would be things we could rewatch over and over again. Um, movie, I I have no clue. Um, 
probably a Zootopia. Yeah. I do like that movie, but it's not my favorite. <laughs> Zootopia. A, I mean, we, we movie, rewatch it. That it's movie's got, some got like some undertones to it. I know. Yeah, it's good. It really does. When I first watched it, I remember looking yeah. at you. I'm like, they're going there. Yeah, uh, the hunter and the prey, and yeah. like the the group gatherings, and I'm like, oh wow, this is, kids yeah. aren't going to get this. But parents should parents should maybe rewatch this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. So you've got some good comedies going on there, and some good serious ones. That's a good set. I feel like those yeah. are good good that's decision a, making. That's yeah. a good call with South Park and Simpsons because there's just like either mm-hmm. one. There's so many episodes and so many references right. to what's yeah. been going on in the world. It's like we're yeah. living history, especially with <laughs> yeah. South Park. Well, yeah. and who knows? Yeah. Maybe the answer uh, on how to get back or off of the moon base is uh, is in South Park, since they're known <laughs> for predicting so many other other yeah, big uh, moments sense. here. Yeah, <laughs> I was also thinking like SNL would be a really good one to uh, do yeah. too, Ooh. since there's so many years of you know, yeah, lots of be. episodes, lots of variability there. Yeah, you cool. could get some obviously some music performances in that too, mm-hmm. which would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, stuck on a moon base. Why am I here? The Earth, the Earth's atmosphere. You have to leave. It's it's Wally in um in real life. It's happened. We've we've got to get yet another good movie. Yes. I was gonna say I'm looking for Sam Rockwell somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's like he's, he's all right, guys. Here. Yeah. Next question. Name a living actor that you legitimately think you could be friends with. <laughs> I would personally love to be friends with um, this is going to sound weird, but I love Kathy Bates. Um, I think she is one of my favorite actors. Um, awesome I, pick. Yeah. Like, I think I would really like to hang out with her. I do think that, like, philosophically, I actually would get along with Joaquin Phoenix. And although he seems like mm. a bizarre human, um, I think that, like, we'd agree on a lot. And I, I probably, though, my best answer um, for this really is um, Woody Harrelson. I I just love Woody mm. Harrelson so much. So, yeah, you thought like if you met him at a bar, you could be like, you know what? I could talk to him for like a half hour and we'd be friends. Yeah. 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 Nice. No, it's well, hard to say, like, who would I legitimately get along with? There's a lot of people <laughs> I, I respect, I think. Um, yeah. For you know their the work that their they've, craft they've done yeah like I think you know we both really like Leonardo DiCaprio he's just done a lot of work in climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess want but, to be friends with too. Like you yeah. can just call up and be like, "Let's go meet up with coffee." Yeah, or just yeah. like I'm, I'm going to pick your brain on this idea here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm also kind of trying. There's just so many people that are really down to earth that you hear are just like the nicest people, even when. You know, they're being bombarded by paparazzi, paparazzi and everything. Um, I can't think of the other people right now. Sarah Silverman would be cool. Yeah, she'd just be hilarious. Oh. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah, she's yeah. good. She's fun. Yeah. I also just realized that, like, everyone I said was white. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the acting world, unfortunately, does kind of lean that way. But there's some, true. there's some changes and updates happening, which is wonderful uh, to to that to that yeah, area, which is good. Yeah, that's actually. I um I I frequently is not an actor per se, although did write the music on the the movie Soul. I every time we watch a late night a late show with Stephen Colbert, I'm oh. always like, I want to be friends with John Baptiste. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I think he would that be the call. best friend ever. 
Um, so that might be my answer, oh, even though man. it's not. Yeah, if that's okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, that's good. It's so much like, I don't know. This just made me think when you brought up people who wrote the score for soul, I just realized that Trent Reznor from nine inch nails is like one, like, he, he did Social Network and mm-hmm. won an Oscar. Yeah. And then he just did like two new two movies that just got gold. He just won a Golden Globe. Well, I can't one remember. of them was for Soul. And he's like, oh, this is like one of the was only- Was it Soul too? Yeah. One of the only movies that uh, his kids can actually watch or like they can listen yeah, to yeah. his work. Yeah. 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 It's so wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched that song Exploder with Trent Reznor mm-hmm. on Netflix. And it's just like, man, he was in a dark place when he wrote that. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's just like now. Yeah. That's awesome though. I've heard that's good. I I haven't watched it. Song Exploder? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's good. And there's short little storylines. So it's perfect for like an in-between. We don't know what to watch, but let's just put this on for background noise. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. Absolutely. Do you have a question? Uh, Yeah. So well, here's a little (laughs) fun fact. So we were kind of looking up uh, some the the genre of horror and within, uh, you know, some of the awards. We are in award season right now. The Golden Globes just happened. The Oscars are coming up. Do you guys know what the first horror film was that was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars? Is that Get Out? Wow, that would have been so recent. You Um, think that it is not not a recent movie? No. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Silence of the Lambs would make sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would potentially, um, what was it? Uh, Dawn of the dead, but, um, I don't actually think that that got any awards, particularly because people didn't like it at first. I mean, what about psycho? (laughs) Oh, psycho. Yeah. That would make sense. I'm gonna go with psycho. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna go with psycho. Final answer. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So it was actually the exorcist. That was the best film to be nominated for best picture at the Oscars. Yeah. So that came out in 1973. Uh, That actually is a horror movie that I watched um, pretty much with, uh, you know, my hand over my face the entire time. Um, But yeah. Yeah. That movie got me as a kid so much. Yeah. Did you guys always gravitate towards scary movies or was there like one that like really messed you up as a kid or did you just... (laughs) like them like, like child's play you're just like this is great i'm like what i was like i was so freaked out like child's play friday the 13th fun fact on child's play that is loosely based on some real events that one of the writers um claimed he experienced oh, wow. yeah man <sighs> was it the criminal inhabiting the doll part um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just kidding well it actually comes back to voodoo yeah that was uh kind of oh, some God. of the yeah, origin yeah, yeah, of that yeah, one yeah, yeah. yeah so that makes sense. um yeah, but just when I I, I, oh, I can't I don't do well with horror movies. Yeah, did you guys They're always did you guys always like them? You <laughs> they, as a kid? Work. Uh, when I was very young, I want to say I was four, but I might have been older than that. I like um, hid under the bed while the big kids were watching Poltergeist, and I watched mm-hmm. the whole movie. And I actually had a closet almost exactly like that girl's closet in my room in that movie, and that movie scared the bejesus out of me. Um, and I like could not sleep for weeks afterwards. Or that's my memory of it. That was a long time ago. So uh, I, I'm, I could be wrong about that. But I remember having difficulty sleeping and thinking that there were ghosts in my closet. Uh, but I do mostly remember loving horror movies. Um, I remember loving Gremlins, which is kind of comedy horror, you know. Um, and yeah. and a lot of I mean, um, I remember seeing all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies when I was fairly young, um, Friday the 13th, some of those classics back then. Uh, and I think, yeah. you know, Jurassic Park had elements of like being really scary in it that oh, I think yeah. I, I enjoyed as well. So I think uh, as far as I can remember, I've always loved horror movies. 
Um, I didn't get to watch a lot of, you know, PG-13 movies until I was actually 13. Um, And so as a child, I think my experiences were just whatever I, you know, could watch. Um, But as, you know, teenager slash adult, when I was able to watch, you know, more movies that were fell in the R range or, you know, different things like that. Um, I, I think I did start yeah. liking them then. Um, I just can't remember as a child gravitating toward that. Yeah. So do you guys, like, as you're watching, like, any horror film, do you guys kind of, like, go in or, like, look at it, like, uh, you know, from just, like, a like a real world situation? Like, oh, you know what, the makeup on that doesn't really look that good or, you know – uh, just really just understanding like the gore of it or anything. I know there's some, there's some fun, uh, like makeup reality shows where they explain the, a lot of the right. behind the scenes. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I feel like I'm fairly analytical. I like to look at the angle that the director chose to shoot at. Um, I like to look at the set design, the costumes. Um, I'm usually a little irritated by CGI, but when it's done really well, it can be, uh, it can really add to the movie. Um, but a lot of horror movies have been low budget, so they had to rely on practical effects. And I actually listened to a yeah. podcast episode where they uh, they were interviewing someone who does some of the like gore and stuff and how often they use food for that. And so they're talking about like, how do you turn mm-hmm. like a like a cantaloupe into a brain um, <laughs> type of thing? Wow. And <laughs> and so when I when I'm watching, I think I, I think about it a little bit in terms of like, how would people behave in this situation? but also like how was this movie created and what is the storytelling? Um, so I feel like I'm pretty analytical with them when I'm, I'm watching and I do like, I do really try and also acknowledge like when I'm having a visceral reaction to a horror movie, I'm like, wow, you guys really set this up well to make me feel something here besides uh, <laughs> just being moderately entertained, but actually feeling like attention uh, and sort of um, that edge of your seat sort of feeling. Nice. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. I think I probably attend more to the story that's going like I'm more analytic of the story. Um, there are definitely things that I might notice like, oh, that, you know, that um, bad guy doesn't look so great or um, the CGI is weird. But I mostly I feel like I'm attending to the story more than anything. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, I think we've like evolved. We're like, we'll like pause stuff and being like, I really liked how they like, that was just like one shot. Like, mm-hmm. you will call it out and be like, yeah. did you see, like, did you realize that it was like only one shot? And, I do. Yeah, like, I do the, really like it when directors and actors, you know, work together and they try to get like one scene done mm-hmm. or like, like multiple scenes done in one shot. I, I just, I think that is a, a really good um, depiction of, of just teams working together. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, but like Lauren, like we're kind of like with you too. We're just like we'll like pick stuff up on the story and be like, do they really need that scene in there? Like yeah. it was just kind of like I don't know. It's just right. People are kind of analytical yeah. on there. Yeah, and then uh, mm-hmm. early on in the in the quarantine, we were looking up different events for what to do when, and so we did an oh, yeah. Airbnb uh, uh, event, and we got to go behind the scenes with a foley artist. So they do all the sound effects in movies, and so we got to see and learn just kind of uh, you know like what is the actual sound of like a shoe walking over snow. It's really just like a bag crinkling. Um, and then how yeah. do they account for like loading a gun? It's really nothing. Yeah. A, a gun is yeah, not used was, at all. It was cool. Yeah. We, um, wow. We like, we ended up like doing like a scene from uh, what's the Kiefer Sutherland movie where he's president, like lone survivor or something. 
not Lone Survivor, but I don't recall. But it was a it was like it was a military. A scene, scene. It was a scene where that where like all these like SWAT teams are running in the house, and so then like, we got to like make all the noise for it. Like we got to like to like yelling in the background, and he like recorded it. Yeah, it was really cool. it was really interactive. It was fun. It was interactive and fun. It was nice. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. All right. So we got some final questions here, guys, as we wrap up a little bit more on the relationship side, because we do like to call this obviously marriage and movies, <laughs> even though, you know, we talk about TV and, and other series, but, you know, marriage, TV and movies doesn't really have the same no. ring to it. <laughs> um, but last couple questions. So what's the favorite gift the other has got you? Uh, so we have been together for almost 13 years. Um, so hard to, uh, <laughs> inventory that much time, I think. Um, go man. with recency bias then. What's one of the most more recent ones then? Yeah, okay. Uh, so from when I graduated, um, Lauren went like, just put in a Herculean effort to put together a surprise party for me so that I had, hadn't the faintest <laughs> clue was going to happen. And, um, and long story short, she invited basically all the people that I know and care about to this event. And they were able to trick me into walking into a blind and, um, and she was acting really weird all day. And I had this really bad feeling like something bad was going to happen. Um, and so when I walked in and saw what was going on, this, like, she had just gone through way more effort than any, I would have ever expected anyone to go through for an event like this. Uh, to to do the celebration, coincidentally, right before COVID uh, hit. And so I got really lucky wow. there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I think uh, I, I, I started crying because I was like, yeah. I couldn't believe that she would do something so kind for me. Uh, so uh, I've, I think I've never even remotely lived up to that <laughs> as far as gift giving. Aww. <laughs> that is so That's sweet. Really nice. And like Lauren just being humble about it, like, no, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, no, no. Yeah, exactly. That sounds wonderful. It was wild. Lauren, was- what about you? What about like a, a gift or a favorite gift that maybe Scott has gotten for you? Um I mean, he's he's got me quite a few things over the years. I think recently um he got me a pasta maker attachment to my um <laughs> Kitchen age that I really like. Yeah. You know, that sounds like yeah, nothing. That sounds bad. Um, <laughs> like, make me some pasta. Well, I also, it was funny <laughs> last night, actually. Um, it, it was funny. This was a couple years ago now, but I was telling him. Um, he got me this, like, uh, what is it? Car it's, charger. Yeah, it's like a it's like a backup battery uh, jumper for a for a car. That's just very compact and like you don't have to actually hook cables from one car to the other. It's just electric. You right. start it. It's very easy. Um, and so last night I actually was recharging that. Um, and I was telling him, I was like, this was a really good gift. So <laughs> that's I guess awesome. that, that fits nicely for this, even though it's <laughs> super random. It was very practical. No, those are really thoughtful and like intentional yeah. gifts. Like you like, it sounds like you really enjoy like pasta making. That's really thoughtful. Yeah. Have not. you been doing a quite a bit more pasta making uh, over the past year with quarantine <laughs> and everything? Um, no, I I've made noodles a few times. Um, it's just it there the couple times I wanted to make them and I had to roll it out myself. It was uh, quite the undertaking, and now this thing just cuts that time and not even in yeah. half, like way further down. So nice, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. yeah, I love that. All right, 
ahead. Yeah. So then, so we always like to kind of end and, um, you know, be as creative or as, uh, you know, thoughtful as you would like to be with asking this question. What would you say uh, is your advice for others uh, on what a successful relationship is and uh, makes up? You can go first. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> go first every time. <laughs> I need time to think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so far is success. So I guess uh, advice, <laughs> I, I could give something, but um, I, I don't, I think something that I've learned to try and be a better partner is to uh, accept responsibility for things. And um, something I'm trying to be a lot better at is anticipating like things that Lauren will need um, and be ready to address those ahead of, you know, when, when, it, when the need arises. Um, and so mm -hmm. it's really from my experience, just really trying to think about putting the other person first um, as much as possible. And um and viewing it as like a collaborative effort mm -hmm. because many of the mistakes I've made were just like, I'll do this. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to do this thing on my own. Um, and then Lauren feels out of the loop or like, why aren't we doing this together? Uh, sort of thing. Right. So that, I guess that's what little advice I, I could offer. Good advice. That is good advice. Great advice. Um, I, I'm trying to think. I think one thing that's been helpful, and this is more maybe for people that are starting relationships or early in relationships, um, but for us is is kind of like the shared values that we have. Um, mm. You know, how much easier it is knowing that the other person, you know, thinks that the, in that same way. And even if it's, you know, we're going about things a little bit different, we still have that ultimate kind of shared value. Um, I think that's also been very helpful is, you know, we know where we are at with respect to, you know, whether we have kids or where we want to live and, you know, just different things like that. And that I think has, has made it a lot easier to relate to each other is if we have very similar values, we know that the other one isn't, you know, going to pull, do something out of nowhere that, you know, is more in line with their values. If we know like that we align right. in that way, I guess. It that's is surprising. Re that's really good. Go ahead. It, we always think, uh, just bringing it kind of back to movies, uh, how often it's the case, it's like a plot in movies that a couple will discover something that they didn't know yeah, about the other person. Like, yeah. I thought you wanted kids. You don't want to have kids. And then, and like, I'm like, this isn't a conversation you guys decided to have, I don't know, five mm. minutes before you got married. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. any point leading up to this ceremony. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and so that, that just surprised me. And maybe that's like how people actually operate. But yeah, we had a lot of conversations about things like that way in advance of us getting married um, because right after, it really right is like a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, do we want a lizard as a child? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> which which camp should he go to? Yeah. Yeah. Let's look up with your degree schools. Yeah, like are we are we both in Slytherin? Where are we at here? Got to align those values. Oh man, that's so good. That's yeah, I love such. It though. Yeah, great those answers. are really yeah, really really great answers. Yeah, we always get. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how we how that one could be topped. Just like knowing your values, just communicating yeah. together, and a, additional accountability. Like these are just absolutely. wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing that and for being guests on the show. That's what we got for today 
Um, cool. But yeah, guys, really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And again, we you know talked about this. That advice that they gave so good. Really just, you know, check in on values with your partner, have an open communication. Fantastic. Just a great conversation with them. Yes, Selena, good conversation. I love Scott's answer of Simpsons and South Park as we were talking about mm-hmm. for movies that you bring on the moon base. I think that's kind of like an, you could just be entertained and have yeah. it like be background noise a lot while well, you're doing whatever you're doing on the moon base. Yeah, well, and um, then for me, uh, I, this would be watching some of the episodes of The Simpsons for the first time. I was not allowed to no, watch The right. Simpsons growing yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> You had a rough childhood. <laughs> Just kidding. You did not have cable. You don't know. Yeah, I didn't have cable. You didn't know Nickelodeon. You don't know Rugrats. You no. don't know like Disney family movies like no. Johnny Tsunami. It's don't amazing know, to me. Don't know these things. Oh, man. And I can't watch them now because they're probably just really stupid. Age poorly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Scott and Lauren, thank you guys so much for coming on the show and being our guest today. Uh, thank you guys, everyone, for watching. And again, we are all across the internet where you can listen to podcasts. So please Rate and review us, subscribe, yeah. even message us on Twitter and Instagram. Insta. Um, yeah, Marriage and Movies on Instagram. Let us know what you think. We're going to be posting some fun content and yep. um, continuing uh, the show and having fun. Yeah, that's what we got. Have a great week. Bye, everyone. What is it? <laughs> oh, okay, there it is. Oh god, you were even good with the notes too. Oh, I totally blanked on that one. My fault. <laughs> you got you did the notes All right, and I'll I didn't cut. read it. Okay, you could you could start it after my dear. So ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. This is great. Alright. <laughs> we're going to outer space. <laughs> out of the US. Maybe we're going out of the atmosphere. We're going on that space hotel. Go, go, go. Alright, three, two, one. No. Uh and that's <laughs> fine. We'll introduce you and start asking some questions and start talking. That's, that's, how, it that's how the conversation <laughs> works. That's how it goes. <laughs> Force the conversation. <laughs> All right, everybody. Did we give you enough bloopers, Alan? Oh my God. <laughs> oh.